Hey everyone, welcome to the kind of, sort of, maybe like a podcast. Another new episode. This is our final 2017 Winnipeg Comedy Festival podcast. It's our last interview. We're sad about that, but also excited. It's Rebecca Reed. She is a great Toronto stand-up comic. She got her start in Ottawa. We talk about that a little bit. This is her first time coming to the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. So we talk about what she expects from the festival. Uh, we get into the Toronto scene and how things have been there the last couple of years since she's been living there. And we talk about her growth as a stand-up comic. Hope you enjoy this episode with comedian Rebecca Reeds. Hey guys, this is Rebecca Reeds and welcome to showbizmonkeys.com. Around this town, I'm all right. Around this town, I'm all right. I mean, no consequence when you're playing with the fire. Have you been to Winnipeg before? Uh, and I don't believe you've been to the festival, even if you've been here. Uh, so what are you uh, looking forward to about coming here next week? Oh, well, I've actually never even been to Winnipeg. So I'm just excited to go see what you guys are all about. What's going on? Okay. Uh, I don't I, I mean, you know, I'm excited to fly in, kind of cruise around, see what you guys uh, <laughs> have in the city. I don't know. I've never been, so I don't know what to go look for. But this is kind of like my first gala, so obviously I think that's probably what I'm looking forward to the most. So have you uh, talked to other comics who have been part of the festival before of what to expect with the, with the gala experience? I've only done uh, one other TV spot before, so I've never, I don't know, like what to do for wardrobe and makeup and like, you know, what to expect right before I get on stage. Uh, but they've all been, they've all been like good Good things like people have given me some good advice on, um, you know, kind of what to expect, uh, what might be weird or abnormal. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was talking to a comedian last night and they were like, they might be prepping you right until you get on stage. So she's like, be ready for that. Be mentally prepared to just be thrown on stage. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it should be, it should be fun. I'm really excited. Uh, and of course, Winnipeg uh, is fairly unique in that it has these themed galas. Uh, so you're part of the uh, Hot Mess Gala. Yes, I am. <laughs> Why did uh, did you feel when you're uh, submitting for the festival that you felt Hot Mess was a good uh, topic for you? Oh, just because that's pretty much what all my material is about. <laughs> <laughs> just that my life is in complete disorder and I need assistance. <laughs> Yeah, so I kind of thought like that one. That one was uh, spoke to me the most. I think I'm in the uh, the age range of uh, you know most people my age feel that way anyway. Yeah, going into your comedy career itself, uh, from what I understand, you started doing comedy in Ottawa. Yes, I did. Uh, so is, is Ottawa home for you then? It's not. I actually I um, grew up in Lindsay. It's like a little town near uh, you know Peterborough, kind of like Kawartha Lakes area. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, but I lived in, I lived in Ottawa for like uh, six years, and that's where I started stand up. So most of the time when I'm getting on stage, people are like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "I'll oh, just say Ottawa. Much easier. <laughs> people know where it is." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, if that's where you started comedy, then it kind of feels uh, certainly like your comedy home. Yeah, it kind of feels like that's where you're from a bit, for comedy at least. You were living there, was it for school then? Yeah, well, I, uh, I went to Carleton for a bit. I, I actually took accounting and I dropped out uh -huh. because I hated it so much. And I started doing stand-up like just kind of as a hobby 
because um, I was doing improv while I was at Carlton. I was part of their uh, their troupe. And I was like, oh, you know, it might be fun to just, you know, try going on stage. And then the second I did it, it was so addictive. I was like, oh, maybe this is just what I want to do forever. <laughs> that that seems to be uh, what a lot of people find after they finally get on stage. <laughs> yeah, you kind of convince yourself that it's just going to be a fun hobby thing you do, like some kind of like quirky, you know, side thing. And then you start doing it and you're like, oh, no, this is the best. I don't want to sit in a suit in an office. It says that you have done the Ottawa Fringe Festival as well. I did. Uh, which a lot of, I mean, in in Winnipeg here, we have a huge uh, Fringe Festival and Fringe culture, but in, in other cities across Canada, it's not necessarily something you see a lot of comics having experience with. Uh, does some of that come from doing improv and that background that you're more aware, or how did uh, doing a Fringe show come about? Um, I actually, I got proposed to by uh, a friend um, one of my colleagues that also does comedy in Ottawa was like, hey, would you want to maybe split a show with me? Which I was like, yeah, sure. I have At that time, I was like, oh, I have, you know, about a half hour of material. Well, fringe material. Fringe material is very different than <laughs> stand-up material. You get a little more story time and a little looser. Yeah, absolutely. And they kind of like that. So, yeah, I ended up just um, doing like a half hour um, with another woman in Ottawa. And it, I really, really enjoyed it. The fringe crowds were super nice. Um, you know, you made it, made a little bit of money. We didn't, you know, uh, we didn't go in the red on it. So, it was, yeah, it was a really great experience. I had a super good time. You mentioned there's a little bit more freedom there to do a little bit more storytelling. Now, obviously, the, the stand-up of yours that I've seen is... Uh, you, you, you tell some stories, but you're not going into, you know, like long 10 minute kind of uh, stories and that sort of thing. Were you able to use that experience to develop a little bit different of a style than you're used to? Or was it just kind of that, that one off? I think I honestly think that Fringe Festival uh, really helped me to feel comfortable because I was pretty new at the time as well. Like, I think it was only like a year and a half or two years into comedy uh, when we did that show. And it really made me feel uh, comfortable with silences. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because that, that's something you have to get over as a comedian is being okay with some silence on stage to build to something bigger. And that was something that I definitely had a problem with prior to that. I thought every moment had to be filled with laughter. Mm hmm. And that's, it's, it's not attainable. And also you might not get the best jokes with that. Sometimes you need that, you need that long silence to get the, the big results at the end. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's something, uh, certainly a lot of comics many years in don't always realize. Yeah. It was hard to feel comfortable with yourself on stage like that. So now, uh, are you living in Toronto or just, uh, do a lot of shows there? Oh, I do. I live in Toronto now. I, uh, moved here about two years ago. Okay, yeah. I kind of felt like uh, Ottawa was getting a little bit of a, um, a small pond vibe. Some of the shows that you've done since you've been to Toronto then look like they've been pretty cool. I know I saw that you uh, opened for Matt Bronger recently at Comedy Bar. Oh, I did. He was lovely. Super funny. Yeah, that must have been because uh, he brings out pretty good crowds uh, generally. So that must have been a fun experience overall. Oh, it's super fun. Yeah, really nice guy. Uh, the crowd was great. Plus, I think uh, our comedy matches up well, which I think is important for opening. If you uh, if you stick somebody in that has a really different vibe from what the audience is expecting, sometimes that's hard. Mm -hmm. But but I think we matched up well. I had a, a really fun time on that show. 
just a couple other uh, festivals that you've done uh, since you've been in Toronto that I'm just curious now that you're heading to festival out here in Winnipeg, uh, what your experiences were like at uh, both SheDot and JFL42, uh, which are kind of different festivals, but both seem very fun. Oh, yeah, they were, yeah, both super fun. I did, uh, for JFL42, I did a couple of shows at Comedy Bar and one at um, Absolute. They were all super fun, you know, really packed shows. It was kind of, it's really fun to be in Toronto during uh, JFL 42 because you might end up getting thrown on a lot of shows last minute. Uh-huh. Like before JFL uh, 42 started, I didn't have anything booked in the in the books. I was just kind of like, oh, you know, maybe I'll just go watch some shows. And then it just started to stack up the people calling like, oh, you know, we're going to throw this show together or we're missing somebody for this. Would you come and do this spot? It was a really great time. And it was cool to, you know, see all the, not, you know, big, big names, but you got to hang out with a couple of people that I really admire, uh, you know, from the States and uh, different various parts of Canada. It was, kind of, it was a really cool experience. Uh, SheDot was super fun. I did that a few years ago. Um, I think I might have done the first one that they did. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually, I was living in Ottawa at the time, and I drove up to Toronto for it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I um, I really like Martha O'Neill, and I love what um, her, uh, what she's doing with the festival. I think it's a really nice idea. And I think, honestly, I think that one's going to grow into something uh, bigger than it is right now. I think there's a market for it, and having a all-women festival in Toronto was much needed. Yeah, and how is the the Toronto scene? Because it's it's always interesting to see what uh, what different city scenes are. Obviously, Toronto is much bigger than Winnipeg or Ottawa, as you mentioned before. But it's kind of a little hidden compared to, say, the bigger you know New York and LA type scene. So I'm just curious, uh, working in the Toronto scene the last couple of years, how has it been getting shows and kind of working that whole? It's I'm going to be honest. It's hard when you first get here. Um, I kind of like I went through a, you know, a tough period when I first got here because I was used to, you know, being in Ottawa. And by the time I had left, I was kind of like, oh, you know, I could get on most shows and I didn't have any problems getting spots. And it's a smaller community. So we all know each other. You show up to a show and everybody's friends and you can hang out, have a beer. And then when you first move here, you're like, oh, there's, you know, about 500 people (laughs) and nobody knows who you are and nobody cares. And you're just kind of like, oh, this is tough. But honestly, it took about, it took a few months, but the scene's pretty friendly once, once you kind of dive in. I think people are really reserved because, um, there's such a high turnover of people in Toronto. There's always people that want to try stand up and then just end up falling off the map like a couple months later. Yeah. So people kind of want to, I think they kind of want to see if you're going to stick around first before they become friends with you. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, let's see if this person is actually going to last. And then once that happens, you kind of, you get, you start getting show offers and you booked a bit more and, you know, things start uh, feeling a little friendlier when you show up to mics and that sort of thing. So yeah, really, honestly, I've really enjoyed it. Um, But I would have a vastly different answer about, you know, a year and a half ago. I'm sure the fact that even though you were fresh faced to people at the mics and things like that, you, you because you had a, you know a few years of experience under your belt in Ottawa, that probably even if they didn't see it initially, that probably helped once they started to see you do comedy and that kind of thing. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you you can always feel uh, there are some natural talents. Of course, I don't. I wouldn't include myself in that. I think I. Uh, <laughs> 
I think I got to work for what I get. Um, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for the most part, they can kind of, you know, smell it on you. If you're like, oh, you can tell if somebody's dealing with the situation well or not. And you're like, oh, you, you seem like you have a couple of years on you. And they're a little more, I think, inclined to be like, hey, you seem like you would probably do a good job. Come do my show. Whereas other people, it's like, oh, you know, you could be, you could be a new open micer and it's a little tough to tell. Um, if I'm going to run a risk putting you on this show or not. Uh, and has uh, has doing shows there the last couple of years, uh, the mics and then obviously bigger shows and that kind of thing. Uh, how has your own comedy developed during that time? Have you noticed a, a shift towards that next level? Oh, I definitely think, well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not 100% sure, obviously. I think it's really hard to judge yourself, but I, I really do think so. I think uh, because the level of talent is, so high in Toronto. Um, like I could go to just even an open mic where you have to go sign up a few hours in advance. And I can go see somebody that's just like dropping the most incredible five minutes. And it makes you feel like you have to work so much harder mm -hmm. because you're like, I'm not at that level yet. I don't feel that way. Or I don't, you know, necessarily have the exact voice I want yet or what have you. So it really drives you to you know, sit down, focus on what you're doing, write more jokes. Plus, you see, sometimes you see a lot of the same people. You're like, I don't want to go to this show where, let's be honest, you know, it's maybe mostly comedians in the audience. You got to have new material because they just heard you do all your stuff last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you have to improve. It forces you to. Yeah, for uh, uh, comics in the Winnipeg scene, for sure, it seems like that drives them to write more just because we don't have a lot of open mics here and the crowds are pretty much the same at every show. Yeah. So a lot of comics feel that like they they have to constantly be working on new material because they don't want to disappoint the, you know, the core supporters. Well, exactly. Like uh, one of my favorite mics, uh, Spirits, which is like the longest running uh, mic in Toronto. I think it's been going for like 20 20 years a little over maybe that's that's pretty long yeah <laughs> yeah right uh and they get not the exact same audience but they get like a, a core group of people that come in every single week and it's like when you go to that show you have to have new material or it's not going to go as well as you want it to uh -huh. and it really pushes you so that's nice yeah i really enjoy it and then finally, because uh, it's not just Winnipeg people that will be checking this out. Uh, so I was just curious what else you have coming up uh, after you're through Winnipeg for the Comedy Fest. You know, it's funny. I'm actually I'm going on a trip right after. So I haven't really booked anything major or, or uh, I don't have any big show dates coming up. I'm going to go to Vietnam for a couple of weeks. Oh, OK. And, um, you know, just kind of have like a little vacay. I've been working pretty hard, I think. And yeah, so I don't I honestly don't have a lot coming up after that. OK, so people can find you on social media and things like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I'm on uh, Twitter at Rebecca Reads. My Instagram is the exact same. Uh, YouTube, I'm pretty sure, is the exact same. <laughs> um, yeah, I got some videos up. Yeah, they can check me out there. I should have uh, new dates coming up in the next couple of weeks. Showbizmonkeys.com.